I realized that I arrived in this party in this place with that energy and I, I thought it stayed in Amsterdam but I took it with me actually and this friend of mine Niels he saw that in that moment and he saw that I needed someone to talk to maybe um, and he 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 just put himself there and I told him all these things and that's all that was actually needed he did not have to give me any advice or any tips or anything he just needed to give me his ear Everybody and welcome to another episode of Hearts Wide Open. Hearts Wide Open, the podcast that we talk about men's mental health and everything that men want to talk about. I think this is the podcast that we are trying to create a <laughs> support system for you. Yes, and a safe space for you to express yourself and for men to be vulnerable. Exactly. And uh, on that note. This is the episode that we actually want to talk about. Support systems? Yes. <laughs> Dude, this is so interesting. Like. I just want to know after all this episode, <laughs> Dennis can finish my words or not. Yeah, that's the exercise. Yeah, and I just realized this might be much funnier for people who are looking, uh, watching this online. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't checked the videos, you can always find our videos on the YouTube. Yeah, just look for Hearts Wide Open. Yes, yes. Podcast. Hearts Wide Open Podcast. Yeah. Or check out our website because uh, you can find all the links to the YouTube videos there as well. Okay, do sir. Yeah. So on the topic of uh, safe space and support systems, I want to ask, start the discussion with this question on what do you think? What is a support system mm. in your opinion, definition? Well, as the name already gives away a little bit, it's a system to support thank you for the detailed <laughs> <laughs> definition uh, you can realize i think it's pretty obvious that we're recording at a later time today because uh no but we still keep the quality high yeah okay cool yeah. so we're sharp yeah yeah um but i feel like we're, <laughs> we're more funny i don't know we are we are definitely funny i feel I more funny okay. even if i'm not funny but um what is a support system yeah how do you define so because it's, it's something general right yeah. support system it can be in even computer software hardware but for yeah. you what is the definition of support system or in specific more mm. specific what kind of support system do you want to talk about i think so support system yeah is a supportive system but it's also uh it, you can be more specific and uh, like if we talk about support systems for humans for me dennis i think uh there are different support systems that i have for sure um, but the ones I'm talking about now or the ones that we're going to talk about on this episode are support systems that give you emotional or practical support. Okay, so so either so groups like that give you, well, groups or individuals people, yeah. that give you emotional or what did you say? Practical. Emotional, what, what do you mean practical? So, uh, for example, hey, Surush, I don't know how to fix that lamp ah, in my house. Okay. Do you know? Okay, got uh, it. So I don't have to call uh, an like electrician uh, and pay money for it. You know, it's easier. Okay. Like practical or um, I have to, this is both emotional and practical. I, I have mm -hmm. a difficult conversation with someone coming up at work yeah. or personal. And uh, I just want to talk about it with you. And okay. then you can give me practical tips yeah, on yeah, how yeah. to approach this uh, conversation. Or you can also give me emotional support if I'm like feeling very anxious about it, for example okay uh, so that's two different examples of okay support system that you can ask help from a group or individuals physical or emotional when you need it yeah let's say this is our yeah and always depends a bit on what what's at like at hand right now like what mm -hmm. are we dealing with um physical support i'm not sure what you meant with that well i would if practical i would call it physical 
Okay, because it can also be over the phone. And then physical, I would think if I need a hug. Ah, uh, okay. You know? oh, don't that's why I was confused. Don't call me. <laughs> oh, wait a <laughs> no. second. <laughs> yeah, so th those are the type of support systems I'd say we're okay, talking okay, about okay. today. Um, okay, so now our scope is clear. Um, I, I think there's a lot of people out there who are actually really struggling with support systems or finding their ideal support system in a situation they're in. And I have been that person as well in okay, the past. And uh, yeah, yeah, maybe you can tell us where, when was this situation that you felt this lack of support system, and uh, then we can elaborate more there. Yeah, um, I can actually not give you an exact situation right now. Okay, but I can give you an exact situation when I really felt a support system. Uh, that in the, like most recently, actually, mm -hmm. like last weekend, when I was like, holy shit. I have a really nice support system here. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because like I'm. Uh, yeah, let me just go from the start. So I'm a bit anxious sometimes, and I think I'm not alone with this. And I think we're actually all experiencing this type of anxiety in some way, but especially when I'm in around more like more people or b uh, if i'm in bigger groups in a conversation i'm not always super comfortable and i'm like not super confident in the things i have to say if it's interesting for everyone i don't know if i'm in the right place sometimes i'm insecure sometimes my my way of talking doesn't fit the group maybe or yeah i'm just not sure if i fit in you know mm -hmm. and in these situations i think it's nice to have a person to hold on to and um mm. such a person i would call my support system so let's say you and i were going to an event together and i don't know yeah. anyone there and i'm a bit anxious i don't know but then like when i feel like it's all too much or i just need someone to talk to one-on-one -on -one or a shoulder to cry on i know that you're there you know so yeah. i can come to you it is your safe space or like something Kinda. that you can fall back onto. Then I'm thinking about why, 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 why is it this? Why do we need this fallback? Yeah, we don't always need it. It's do you think so? It's good to just have it there. I mean, I'm I have support systems, and I know they're there. Yeah, but I'm not always using them. Not that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I know. But do you think it's a need? It's a basic human need. Yeah, I think for sure uh, it's a basic human need. I mean, I think it starts from your ba being a baby. If you if you have a baby and that baby doesn't get support, it dies. Yeah. And that's emotional and practical that's support. That's the thing. I think it calls from human evolution. Mm -hmm. That if you were individual, just look at nature, uh, like wolf packs or... We probably have also individual animals, but I think throughout nature we have been evolved toward beings that we always look for danger. We always look for, oh, how can I save myself from this and that mm. to survive? Yeah. So the goal is survival. Yeah, I mean, it comes from this very simple idea of a community, let's say. I mean, we're most most close to the animal monkey, let's say, yeah? Not me. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> and there's studies that show that monkeys live in groups up to, that is I think, around 150 people or so, uh, monkeys or so, <laughs> 150 or so in population because then it becomes too large and they cannot uh, recognize each other and which group they're part of. Becomes so then they split up, they become two groups and so on. And we as humans also have the same capacity to remember faces, names, personal history, etc. So I mm. think humans too have around let's say 100 150 Monkeys. spots so to say to be in their support system so imagine if we would not have any technology or whatsoever and no skyscrapers no cities we would all live in communities of up to 150 people and we would know all these people and we would know where to go when we're our belly aches we would know who's like the the commander of the food uh, group the people that go hunting for everybody and so on. So then those 150 people are all in one way or another part of one of your support systems potentially. Okay. And to go back more into the detail of you said on the weekend, you felt like, oh, shit, I mm. have th I have really have the support system here in the Netherlands. And if you don't know, Dennis is originally f 
from born and raised mostly in Germany. Yeah. So you moved to this country and yeah. I also lived for a while in Iran. So I built this up from scratch. Let's yeah. Say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was that moment? Yeah. What, what brought you to the moment that you thought, oh, shit, I yeah. have I, maybe you can describe it. to us. <coughs> yeah. So I was at a birthday weekend at one of my best friends, uh, Niels, actually in the south of the Netherlands. And I did know almost all the people that were there, actually. And I was also not really nervous going there. It's really like my my I knew that this was a super safe space already and a nice group to hang out with. Um, but yeah, I, I just went and at some point I was sitting there and I was part of the conversation in the beginning, but then I kind of zoned out a little bit. Mm -hmm. And when I zone out, it's very obvious and it's yeah, you can see in my face that I'm getting more passive, maybe more neutral, less involved for sure, less active. And yeah, um, yeah normally I just sit with that in such a situation until it passes and I feel like, oh yeah, this is a topic I want to uh, connect again with the group. I want to jump into the conversation or maybe I go and take one other person to like and just have a one-on-one -on -one conversation on the side because I really prefer one-on-one -on -one interactions. It's very interesting. I had this experience last night. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> so yeah, I really love to interact with, like for me, a party can be a success if I go and I had one really good conversation with one person. Mm. And sometimes I feel like there's this pressure that I, that's actually just in my head to talk to more people, you know, to be more present, to be um, involved. Yeah. Yeah. Be more involved indeed. Um, and yeah, but I know it's not necessary and I know that that pressure is just in my head. But anyway, so I was sitting in that's in, the, in this garden and uh, like slightly zoning out a bit in my head. And then my friend came to me and he sat next to me and he took me to the side and he's like, hey, Dennis, uh, everything all right with you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's just like social anxiety, I think. I just need a moment and I'm back. And then he's, he asked me again, are you sure you're fine? Because I think he saw something else as well. Because he knows me for a long time as well. Yeah. Uh, and then I was thinking and I'm like, huh. Hmm. Yeah, you're actually right. Before I came here, I was like not having the best week. I wasn't so feeling super productive. I was not very happy with myself. Uh, I remember I you all also texting me about it. Yeah, I was telling mm -hmm. you as well. And I realized that I arrived in this party in this place with that energy. And I, I thought it stayed in Amsterdam, but I took it with me, actually. And this friend of mine, Niels, he saw that in that moment. And he saw that I needed someone to talk to, maybe. Um, and he, he, he just put himself there. And I told him all these things. And that's all that was actually needed. He did not have to give me any advice or any tips or anything. He just needed to give me his ear. I emptied all my stuff on that. And then from that moment onwards, I was feeling so free and I was feeling like all my worries are gone, which I in the beginning didn't even realize they were like somewhere in the back of my head dragging me down. But um, I had a really good weekend there and I was able to mm -hmm. socialize with everyone, have fun. Yeah. It was so nice. And then he is in my closest circle of support system as well. Yeah. And then in that moment, I realized, oh, my God, like this guy, you know, like you're also in that circle, by the way. Like there's a few people in there. And I think those are also people who can read me sometimes without words. Yeah. And who can be a good support system, even when I'm not asking for a support system. They can sometimes just see you know uh, now that you said this i remember also one of our conversation that uh i also sometimes call you talking just talking yeah or i remember one i was on holiday in spain and you 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 texted me that if you can talk and it was i think the time that you broke up mm. i was in the middle of nowhere mm. in castle with some pigs and <laughs> gooses <laughs> <laughs> And as you know, when I'm on holiday, I really want to be there. I yeah. like don't text that much or I am try to really be absent online. Mm. But when somebody texts me like this, uh, I always pick up. Because I know if I am in need, you are there to help me. And it just feels very good that you have... You feel heard. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just putting myself into your place that 
I told you I had this moment last night that mm-hmm. we went out with uh, some of my coworkers and I was in the m- middle of the table and there was a conversation on the left side of the table there was a conversation on the right side of the table and there were moments that, well of course I was involved in the conversation but there was also moments that I felt like I'm in the middle of two conversations but at the same time I'm not in any of them yeah yeah and then you start asking yourself why am I in this phase and then you get a little bit anxious and there for example i took a break from the group mm-hmm. i i usually try to ground myself or then talk to an iranian colleague of mine which is closer in language or talk with another colleague mm-hmm. of mine which we have uh, things similarly to talk about more deeper conversation rather than because i feel like when you're in a group the conversations are not that deep no if you think about it people do not go in deep conversation if you're sitting with 10 people yeah often usually and you know what also i now i try in conversations to f- like really listen until the end before i talk so like while you're yeah. talking i'm not already preparing what i'm going to say next because then i'm preparing what i'm going to say next not w- listening to you anymore that's true and this is what i find so difficult in bigger groups because i'm listening listening finished then i'm like okay but then before i can even say something someone else is saying something completely different takes yeah. the conversation other direction and i'm like uh, okay wait rewire go back <laughs> um, i totally get it yeah. and it feels good some uh, i think about this often and this this topic of support system really also hits me close to my heart because i remember when uh I I got into a relationship early when I came to this country and I almost didn't know anyone. And uh, when we were together with my ex and I I didn't really put the effort to make friends and then it was Corona and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then when we broke up, I remember I almost had nobody. Literally from somebody who you're living with Mm 24-7 to nobody. Mm Mm-hmm in this country well of course i had some friends which i am forever grateful for maybe they don't know it but uh, i will i will name them even though we are not close now with merdad and ninke you know ninke mm-hmm. they were really supportive when i really needed someone mm. or another friend of mine which is we are not friend anymore as well <laughs> well sometimes you just Step Arda away from each other for a bit, and then like doesn't mean that you can yeah, you're yeah, not friends. But you know? th- these people, I never forget them, and I I I really always like if I see them, I feel like I will always connect with them because I'm just close with them. And but over that, from the period of time that I was that I felt the lack of support system is very crucial. It's like literally feel like you're falling behind them there's nothing behind your back you mm-hmm. just boom falling on the ground mm-hmm. which goes back to the topic of uh why why we do need these support systems yeah but like on like honestly i want to clarify this but because sure. this feeling yeah like of having nothing behind you or the, the floor being pulled away from you i think this feeling you can have it even if you have a support system that is true and you should because it's an emotion um and all emotions exist but then the support system can help you with that emotion mm. now now that you said that yeah it makes more sense yeah so it's like yeah when i uh, ended my last relationship i also felt like the floor is taken like i'm lost i'm for free falling yeah uh, it was horrible feeling but uh our, like w- once that feeling was there and like, then i started talking to my support systems and little by little i like uh, befriended the situation go through all the stages except anyway on that segue um <laughs> yeah so question is now that i'm curious okay we we'll oh no before before we move to the next day i wanted to say something yeah yes i think we do need support systems you said you can still feel not supported even when you have them which was for me interesting well there are there if they are a support group or individual you feel safe with them 
and you feel protected. It's like a safe space that you have with them that you don't feel much mm-hmm. judged or open to share. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking of it's I was thinking of can I be my support system? And in the past I wasn't really. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't very I wasn't my safe space. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I really still judge myself. What do you mean by that? Like uh, judging yourself? Yeah. Okay. Like sometimes you just judge yourself. You're like, oh, why why couldn't I do this? I'm this and that and that and that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some people, even if you don't have a group, that they have so much trust and support within themselves, they can still support themselves. Do you know what I mean? Even if you don't have a group, I think you can to some extent be self-supporting. I am now much more a self-supporting system, a mm-hmm. self-supporting person than I was maybe three, four years ago. Mm-hmm. Because I believe that if a problem comes, I can go through with it. Mm-hmm. But back then, I was questioning, oh, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, well, are we talking about practical or emotional things now? Both, I think. Yeah? I think... No, you don't agree. I think practical. Well, you can you can you can watch a YouTube video yeah. instead of calling your friend. You can um, try to calm yourself down Wait, when you're the anxious. YouTube video becomes a support system as well, no? Yeah, practical support system. Yeah, true. But you're not in need of another human. That's what I mean. Yeah. Because I was thinking about how to make support systems. Right. Yeah. And this is also a topic I want to discuss about. Yeah. And then maybe for some people, it's hard to find these kind of people. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think the thing is, it takes time. It does take to time to build a support system. You don't go out and take a person and it's like you for all my emotional needs. <laughs> like that. Some weird. people do. Like well, <laughs> um, so I think it's uh, it requires for sure time to build such a support system. But um, I, I think maybe what you're hinting at is self-regulating. So, for example, I feel um, anxious and when I feel like this, I know that this X activity, for example, going for a run, meditating or um, doing yoga movement, whatever, helps me with this emotion. So I'm self-regulating now. I wouldn't call it regulating. You're supporting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But self-regulation can support yourself as well. I mean, for me, regulation is do not have more drinks this is your cap do not yeah but uh, i'm talking about self-regulating emotions not um your yeah uh, what is self-regulating emotions so when you're sad you cry and the crying yeah. is regulating your emotional system because after the crying you don't okay. feel like crying anymore you don't unf- and you feel less sad yeah okay so it's like letting it go or letting it yeah. flow or screaming can also be a way of self-regulating okay like i feel angry i go scream uh, outside or into a pillow or wherever you know <laughs> not in this time i have ever. utmost respect for people who just go outside and scream like i know people call them crazy but i think some of them no more <laughs> <laughs> might be true might be true <laughs> um yeah so i think but qu- so and some things you cannot be your own support system. Imagine some like things you can't. I someone know. extremely dear to you passes away. Like no one will expect you to be able to handle that. You know. No. Uh, and so, yeah, I think for those kind of moments, it's also good. No, I I completely agree. You cannot do everything on your own. Uh. This is something, and that's why I said support system is necessary. But I think to some, I, sh- I said also mm. to some extent, you can be self-supporting if you yeah. want to, of course. Yeah. I'm, I am that kind of person because I don't want to rely too much on people. This is just how I am. But uh, from a few friends that I have, if th- that they're very close, like you, one of them, if I need something or sometimes I'm in a place, state of mind like the train that when my flight was canceled mm. that i just need somebody to just like shove not shove uh <laughs> no to shine that's the word i wanted to use mm-hmm. shine a little bit of light of hey just so you can just go that way yeah. it's fine you're gonna be fine and then i will just go yeah 
that's what I meant. Um, but coming back to the question, how do you think? I think, uh, yeah, let, let's talk about this. When somebody moves to a new country, mm-hmm. they almost don't have anyone. Yeah. How do you go at building these support yeah. systems? Okay, so uh, yeah, so I, I will give some practical support and some <laughs> practical tips yeah. now. Um, so firstly, I have to disagree with your question. <laughs> Sorry. You disagree with my question. Yeah, because I think moving to a different country doesn't mean that you're starting from zero with your support system. Because I think okay. at least I have my support system in uh, like the gist of it. I have an, an Excel sheet, <laughs> which is very sexy, of course. <laughs> what? You have a I have an Excel sheet with my support system in it. This is the end of this episode. I will go and help Dennis. Ah, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, but I actually got this tip from another podcast, actually, that I listened to a while ago yeah. um, and from a book. So uh, I wrote down my entire support system in a spreadsheet. And yeah. if I would now move to a new country where I don't know anyone, then I would not delete the entire spreadsheet and say, OK, cool, all these people out of my life completely new people all of them living around me like uh, in my current list of support system people there's people living in belgium and germany and iran like it's even now it's spread out and thanks to technology i'm able to uh call with these people at video calls um okay and yeah some of them are close by yes for sure like i cannot ask for a hug from my friend who's in belgium like i would have to travel at least three hours to get there but um, then I have you here closer by that I can travel to within five minutes. Um, I, I, uh, yeah, and now I see it. But for me, it also depends on your personality. Because I'm personally, I lose connection with distance. Okay. And also coming from Iran to here, I didn't have people in Europe. I, I think only knew you or I didn't really knew you. We mm. met like once or twice or like two more other people yeah and i don't know i i personally never wanted to bother people this is how i felt for me this is you talking to yourself huh it doesn't mean you're actually bothering anyone i know yeah Yeah. back back then this is what i'm telling you yeah back then i was like oh but if i call this person why the fuck would they care or maybe they actually care because we were close or they don't but after a w- uh, oh, you were already close the ones in iran oh, we you were yeah, close yeah. About those. sorry i missed, uh, mixed up something but there were there were ones that after after that time that i broke up and i didn't have a support system i talked to so many people man yeah. and at some point i was like okay even if you don't care i'm just gonna say my story so you went from uh, having one person be your entire support system to everyone you meet being your support s- or potentially your support system. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's also it is, right? quite a tough switch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like you can also go anything in between, I would say. I'm not sure. But it's a good thing then that you broke up because I think if you would have stayed in that relationship and you make that person your world for such a long time. Yeah. If you break up later, then... I don't know. Like, I mean, our whole friendship happened after that. Yeah, yeah. So I remember uh, I texted you. So, uh, one, this is already a practical tip. Maybe don't put your entire support system into one person. Don't put all your eggs in a basket. Because when that person leaves, for whatever reason, yeah, if that person leaves, you're losing your entire support system. Mm. And, um, yeah. It also really depends what kind of person you are. But for me, this really helped to put everything down in an Excel sheet. And I'll explain how this sheet works. Mm. So I wanted to actually know who my support system is. And I wanted to define my friendships and relationships better. Because I felt like I kept saying yes to everyone and everything. Hey, do you want to meet up? Yes, let's go. Uh, you know, like I was just saying yes to too many people. But this is this is what I mean. That all of a sudden mm. you go from one person. Did you know closely all those people? What? Did you closely knew all those people? No, not all of them, but like we had some good relationships, etc. But like just being uh, sometimes with this person, sometimes with that person, then I feel like I don't see these people enough. I want to see that person more, mm. but I'm spending time with people who maybe it wasn't really needed for me to spend time with them right now. You know, and this is no offense to anyone. 
and I'm super open to make new connections as well. And there's <laughs> space in all my layers of this Excel sheet. <laughs> there's more. There's but more rows in. This so sheet. how it how it works basically is I have a first layer, which is divided into three categories: family, friends, partner. What do you mean layer? First layers layer. of supports is support. So this is layers my closest of layer of support. Okay. The first layer, no, the very first layer, it's me. Okay. I'm Aha, at the center of this system. So you are. Yeah, I forgot to mention this one. I almost forgot it. Goes back to no. what I said previously. Yes, but it's also um, putting myself first because I think yeah. if I don't put myself first, I cannot do anything for anybody. If I'm not happy with myself, I cannot be a good friend, a good father, a good partner, a good person in my family. True. I need to take care of my own needs and like wants and all of that. Yeah. My, be my own support system. And mm -hmm. then I have the next layer around and that one is split into three categories. Family, friends, partner. Partner yeah. one is vacant at the moment. <laughs> you can <laughs> apply for the vacancy. <laughs> well, um, then I have family. That's my closest family, parents and brothers. Um, that's not really movable. And then we have friends. And here I also have like five or six people in there. And next to all of these people, I also wrote down what I actually get from them and what they give. What What is their like, um, in German we say Mehrwert, but, uh, and it doesn't sound sexy at all. <laughs> it's like, uh, what's their unique selling point? Like their, their value to you, you know? Okay. Like something specific that this person gives me. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's my first layer. And those are the people I want to re rely on most. Myself, my family, my friends, my partner. And then the next layer is still close friends, but not like best, best friends, but really close friends still. And I still also rely on a lot of stuff for those people. And I also write down what they're for. So yeah. this first level is one person, me. Next level is, let's say like 12, maybe 15 people. I don't know, something like that. No, no, I'm lying. It's like 12 people, yeah. Uh, then the next level, it gets bigger, right? And then the next level of close friends, it's maybe still like around, I don't know, 50, 20 people, 15, 20 people. And then it becomes like acquaintances, like people I would like to be more friends with, people I think it's okay. Um, and then I write down next to some of them, like what they actually give to me. Some of them may be more like business contacts, so supportive in a practical way here. Some of them more emotional. Um, some of them for more networking reasons. And, and wha what do you use this for? Yeah. What do you do with this sheet? I don't look at this sheet every day, but it helped me to define a little bit. So I know that, for example, the people in my closest circle, yeah, the one after me, that's people I want to see at least for two to four times a year if they don't live in the same country. Like you, I see you, what, three, four, five times a month? Too many times. I see you super often. If all that circle would live in my neighborhood, I would see them all this often. Um, but only two or three of them live in Amsterdam. What if people from the second layer live in your neighborhood? Can they move to the first layer? Yeah, for sure. Okay. And this is something, like, this is just spending time one-on-one -on -one together. Yeah, that does. Going through yeah. experiences together. Mm -hmm. And then this can shift, for sure. And people can move back, and people can move forward. And people can move back and forward again. So again, what is your goal of this sheet? This sheet was just helping me become aware of uh, w how much time I spend with which people. Because I felt like I was spending more time with people who are not even in that list okay. than with the people I actually wanted to spend time with. Okay, so it helps you realize who is actually your support system, yeah. who can you really rely on. And, okay, I and for what kind of reasons, yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, this is like, and again, like putting your friends and family and everything into a, a spreadsheet is not very sexy. It's not, uh, yeah, it's not something I plan to share ever, actually. But now I feel like it can help someone to define their own. I would, system. I would at least use PowerPoint <laughs> and <laughs> then make pictures. a whole, like, slide for yeah, everyone. Yeah. yeah, see, but then we have too many slides and then it gets, uh, I need an overview here. I make a folder mm -hmm. of uh, okay, but sure. um, yeah. um, still, still, I think some people will will have this question: of how how do you make this support system? Yeah, and this is spending time with people. Honestly, I think not right now. If you don't know who is your support system, write down all the names that 
play a role in your life right okay, now. Okay, let's talk about this. What do you do? Okay. So yeah. I write down all the names uh, of the people that play a role in my life right now. And then I make, let's, I started with three clusters. So one, two, three. And at the end, I decided, oh shit, me as well. I'm also part of my support mm -hmm. system. So I'm the first one. Uh, You're the center of each cluster. Yeah, and everyone is their own center. So for you, you are your center. And then the first row, it's Suruj and my brothers, for example, and my parents. Okay. And some uh, other besties and future partner could also be in there. Yeah, yeah. So now I, I knew all these people already. So this is, I just decided this is my close circle. Yeah. If I know over time, if I realize we see each other less often, we don't have the same conversations that we used to have. You're developing yourself in a certain direction. I'm developing myself in another direction. And maybe our contact is getting more loose. Maybe you'll move to the third one. And that's mm. also fine. I'm like, we're like, that's the thing. Like people, we no one needs to get offended or something. You know, this is not ranking people. This is just um, being aware of my relationships. And then we have, I don't know, um, let's call him Chris in layer two and um i'm making up names and i don't want to use real names uh, chris and john doe john john is in the third layer and then mike mike is also mike is not even on the list okay jennifer and jennifer is also not on the list matilda and matilda is also not on the list stop stop okay <laughs> cool so now we have surush my brothers my parents and my partner and my and my first layer uh, outside of me then we have Chris, then we have John, and then we have Mike, Jennifer, and Matilda, who are all not in anywhere. So Chris, I already knew from before. We're really close friends. We have calls once in a while. And I decided that second layer, I want to at least have a phone call with them every three months, okay? Because he also lives in another country, and that's fair. And it's always really nice with Chris. This is interesting. I wouldn't do that. I also don't do that like this mathematically. I'm, but it's like... It's to give yourself some structure, you know? No, but because otherwise I will forget about Chris because yeah, we don't live in the same that's country. That's what <laughs> I do. Yeah. That's what I do. Like, <laughs> if, if now you move to another... <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden I don't exist. But I felt this with you as well. Like, when you I do. go to Germany for a month yeah. and then come back, yeah. it's like, yeah, we're, like the distance between us was much bigger than other friends in Amsterdam <laughs> and me. <laughs> Because they didn't even realize I was gone. But for you, it's a big deal that I'm out of the country. You know? For me, it is. Yeah. I, I don't know what is it about, but... <laughs> yeah, like, I don't... Um, when you leave, I'm like, why? Why should I keep it? I mean, because I will come back, back. But I might come back. That's the thing. You never know if people and when they come back. <sighs> Who knows? Maybe a friend that you haven't been in touch with from Iran, maybe in... 10 years he moves to the US and you also move to the US and all of a sudden you live in the same street. Mm. But then the question becomes uh, who do you want to keep in contact with? Like that's a, th yeah, that's another question. I mean, mm. the location doesn't even play that big of a role, but I like this uh, this overview helps me to keep track of the people in my life and make sure that the important ones that I want to keep, I can keep. Um but yeah, so then we also have John, who's in the third layer. He also lives somewhere else because I just moved here. Um, and we were not really that close. He was like in the out outer layer. And um, these are people that I would text for their birthdays, let's say. And um, a drink if I would li live in the same city, we'd probably grab like a drink or meet up sometimes. But since I'm not like I'm OK, you know, mm. Okay. Um, but if I go back to the city, I might like reach out to him. He's still part of that network for me. It's interesting. Um, but with time, he could also move more to the outside or maybe he moves to the same city or I move to the same city and we become closer again, you know? Um, yeah, and then there's Mike, Jennifer and Matilda, who I will just say, these are people that since I've just moved here, I met these people. Like in my first week in, in let's say I just moved to Amsterdam in my first week in Amsterdam, I just met Mike at work. I met Jennifer at uh, she's here around around my place. Uh, she has a cafe and she serves there. And then Matilda, I met um, at a comedy show and I had nice conversations. We exchanged contacts and this is how it starts. These, are, these are good tips, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Dennis is better than me in networking <laughs> for think? me. Yeah, 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 I'm sure you 
for me i'm more of a zero one person like i want to bring the people i care about to the first cluster i really don't care much if my other clusters mm -hmm. are empty but I, mm. I want to i want a big first cluster maybe maybe it's different huh? with people also different and it's hard to be super close with everybody yeah and if you have yeah, someone yeah, yeah, yeah. where you can that's the be thing yeah and all of a sudden there's a sunny weekend and all the first cluster want to go out <laughs> and then i have to say no to this and that it's it becomes <laughs> difficult hmm. but uh, yeah i i think i believe yours is a better way even if somebody moves to a different country you still try to keep in contact and honestly, you don't need to force anything. I also, I as, as I said before, I don't follow this super strictly. Mm -hmm. uh, it's It was a way for me at a time of confusion to identify my squad, my, my support system. Yeah. And now I'm loosely going by this. I might yeah. revisit it once a year just to get back on, okay, these are my people. Where, where my friends rank in a year. Yeah, no, and I may realize, oh man, like this year I spent a lot of time with Surush. I think he moves, moves like I want him closer. Yeah, but this, this is fair. Um, and maybe I'm like, yeah, we've lost touch a little bit. Maybe I should meet up with this other person sometime. And then, or maybe they move away a little bit. That's also fine. Because I had friends from the first cluster or layer whatever you want to call it hmm. that i felt like to some extent we grew apart like we were very close and we had deep conversation and all of a sudden she had a boyfriend and she started hanging out more with the boyfriend's friend and i felt like i didn't want to activities that she wanted to do anymore and then i haven't seen her in two months even though we were very close yeah and I'm sad, honestly. I'm a little bit sad. But I guess this is life. Yeah. And you got to put... Even if you... When you move to a new country, I, I can imagine for you... This can be difficult, especially if you prefer in-person connections. But I think you have to put yourself out there. It's just yeah. how it is. You have to put yourself out there. Just have a chit-chat with people, hang out a few times, see if they share the values that you share. And you start from the last, like the furthest layer yeah. from your core. Yeah. Just yeah, hang out with people. It's really time that you spend with people and how deep you allow yourself yeah. and the other yeah. person to yeah. go. You have to put yourself out there. Yeah. Be probably vulnerable also. Yeah. Vulnerability, really good, good point. Yeah. Like I was recently talking with a friend who went on dates and she complained to me that every date is the same and she cannot reach a lev level of depth. Like she cannot go deep with the other people. Yeah. And then I asked her what kind of stuff they talk about. They talk about work. They talk about how is your day? You know, like really simple, small talk kind of question. I was like, yeah, but if you always go in with these type of questions and topics, why are you expecting a different outcome? <laughs> I think in order to achieve connection, you need to show some sort of vulnerability, at least like maybe not on the first day, but second, third day. Yeah. Share something personal that people can connect with. And then you can take it, you know, you can evolve it. Yeah, because I also don't like this kind of conversation to chit chat. Uh, I never ask, what do you do? Because I really don't care it's what do you do. Yeah, also people don't like that anymore, I think. Don't like what? Like, what do you do for work? Like, this yeah, is like but the shittiest question, no? I mean, but I hate myself when I ask it. But still, I find that is much more socially acceptable rather than I go on a first date and I ask somebody, what is your biggest fear? Like, people are like, whoa, whoa. what? How, how do you ask this question on a first date? But you can ask this question in different ways, no? How? how um, you could... Uh, uh, you could not like ask them what's your biggest fear, but you could go like, "Oh, I have this ache. I'm I r I'm really scared of cats," and then you can <laughs> tell it. the story why you are scared of cats, and it can like be a super deep story. When you were four years old, you were attacked by a squad of cats or something, you know? Yeah. And then I get this feedback that I'm not good with rephrasing, and it's funny that I get this. And you're doing recently. a podcast. <laughs> At rephrasing, I think for podcast is actually good <laughs> because I'm a to the point person. Uh huh. If I'm here talking to you, just tell me about your biggest fear. Mm -hmm. I will tell you about mine. But say, yeah, uh, sometimes I'm afraid of this and that, and just you know, it's just I don't know. I don't like to 
put words behind layers of things so they don't shout at your face and some people find this confrontational that if i meet you for the first time it's like what are you afraid of what makes you happy but for me this purely purely this way of communication for me comes because my time with you is limited mm. i don't want to beat around the bushes Mm-hmm. But you need to sometimes, huh? You need to sometimes. If you this want to r- jump into a warm bed, someone needs to warm up the bed. I make my own bed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so should he? Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the, the so <laughs> so uh, I think the thing is time, and then vulnerability. Yeah. And these type of conversations where you show vulnerability, where yeah. you spend time yeah. together, yeah. where you yeah. maybe not always super to the point. I think those are also moments where you can really connect with people. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's we also have this in machine learning and AI. Mm-hmm. That's how a machine learns. The first phase is called exploration. Mm-hmm. That's you have you have a loss function and everything. I don't want to get into this, but imagine a point, a curve that is just a line. Just a line. Imagine a line and a point like a pendulum is going up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down with a very high frequency. Mm-hmm. Right? This is the point go up the line from the baseline Mm -hmm. goes up then goes below the line Mm -hmm. goes above the line goes below the line like a heart rate monitor yeah with a very high frequency Mm -hmm. this is called the exploration phase because this model this machine learning and ai is trying to find out its best fit Mm -hmm. what it knows the most so you have a period of exploration then it finds a local minima it's called when it knows that it knows some stuff mm-hmm. because now I know that I can trust Dennis a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then it exploits that point. It doesn't explore that much. It doesn't go up and down with the same frequency that it used to. It lowers the frequency to spend more time with Dennis to see if Dennis is actually the global minimum. And all of a sudden, it hits another exploration phase. But I don't know what a global minimum is, but not important to know. Uh, the goal is to find a loss, fi- to minimize the loss. Okay. And then you have local minimum okay. and then you have the global minimum. Uh-huh. The goal of the model is to minimize the loss, to find the global minimum loss. Right. So the maximum win. The maximum win. Yeah. And I find a place that I win some stuff. Yeah. So I spend more time in that place. Yeah, you ask why. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deeper. You walk, you, your dot goes up and down less. You try to explore what's going on in that neighborhood. Maybe that is the where I actually win the max. Spend some more time with that person. Yes. Yeah. So that is, it's you would say, a safe space for the yeah. model. And then all of a sudden I say, oh, well, maybe, maybe there's better stuff out there. Oh, God. So it increases the exploration, goes up and down and up and down more to see if there is somewhere that it can get more win mm-hmm. and then maybe there is maybe there's not if there is not it comes back to the previous one if there is it changes the where it was exploiting mm. so this is a lot like human stuff sometimes I honestly like i would i would find it difficult to apply this to partner search maybe like this because i don't think it would work in that way but i think I if you're agree. talking about support system or friends yeah i think with the partners also can be similar you you date people to find what are your standards otherwise you don't you cannot but you can also maximize your date and uh that is also true that can happen and then you cannot go back that can happen it's also a phenomenon in machine learning honestly maybe i now realize okay in the past that experience was actually so good but i cannot get that time back yeah but so if a lot of time has passed and we're different people now i cannot get that back no it's gone and that's the beauty of it also in machine learning if you explore too much you're never gonna find a place that you win so and then the main question (laughs) (laughs) is to find the balance between exploration and exploitation Mm -hmm. this is have your rounds watch your uh, go out with people have your dates find your friends yeah but when you also see someone that you're interested in, they share your core values, exploit a little bit. Some. Exploit. Be with them. Oh, be with them. Yes. Exploit to explore. Exploring is I go once out with you. I go with out with Chris. I go out with Matilda. I go out with John briefly. Yeah. 
but over a week I go out uh, and exploiting is going on with to Dennis, see the other person more often. Yes. Exploit- so for example, when you broke off your last relationship, yeah, we got in touch again. Yes. That's exploration. Yes, because it was after a very long time. Yeah. And then you meet me once. Yeah, and Still I'm like, exploring. Hmm. Wait, <laughs> and then we go on, and then you're like, oh. Hmm. And then we go on that festival together. Yeah. And then you're like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, maybe this is my minimum loss. Or maybe this is my global win. Yeah. This is where I win the most. And then if it is, I stay in that pl- place. Uh, okay. And now we're here. Yes. And now we're here recording a podcast for you. Yeah. Wow. So it's cool. Crazy. Yeah, I know. Uh, Sometimes. Yeah. It is. It is. And these are the stuff that got me really into AI and machine learning. Well, I'm an AI engineer, if you didn't know. But sometimes I see this way that this machine is learning and then compared to psychology and how we do it. And I'm like, wow, this is very similar some of the stuff. So now you got your, your, yeah, you know, you can actually explain your solution to building a really nice support system with AI. Actually we can. Yeah. 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 Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's been it. Yes, I think so. I think this was a good ending with the, touch of ai yeah for sure nowadays on everything if you have any questions or ideas on topics related to this one that you would like us to talk about in the future feel free to leave a comment under this episode on spotify message us on instagram we do read all the messages there and um yeah that's it we are actually when you're getting this episode (laughs) we are going to be in portugal surfing and we're going to be on a week without social media a few days a few days at least a few days yeah or maybe the week of no social media has already passed at this point i'm not sure um yeah so yeah uh, and i think this is it thank you for tuning in again with hearts wide open and i hope you have a very good day night or weekend wherever you are See you later. See you on the next one. Bye.